Welcome to the Blueprint for Your Dream Life podcast with Dr. Serene Sharif, where we explore how our struggles with burnout, overwhelm, procrastination, time struggles, all of the things that keep us stuck, that keeps us from living our dream life, can be explored meaningfully so that we can create solutions that are meaningful to us. My unique framework combines the energy of mindfulness, self-love, and self-compassion with the scientific principles of habit building, time design, and your unique systems of productivity so that we can do less, live more, and create our dream life by design. I am Serene Sharif, and I invite you to join me in this journey so no one has to go through this alone, empowering each other to find our way out of burnout, overwhelm, and all of the thoughts that are keeping us stuck, all of the limiting beliefs that are keeping us from designing our blueprint and living our dream life. This is episode number 15. Thank you for joining me on the Blueprint for Your Dream Life podcast as we explore your path to true self-acceptance. So last month, we talked all about the power of living a heart-centered life, programming our reticular activating system, creating our vision board, and really creating that intentional delta that we want to see in our lives. A key struggle that I often hear As we think about our vision for the future, you know, setting those nano goals and designing those nano habits to create the results that we're dreaming of, the key struggle is really just feeling stuck from procrastination and limiting beliefs, feeling stuck from that analysis paralysis that prevents us from taking action towards our goals and achieving the results that we desire. So let's talk about a little bit of these and explore what would it look like in our journey for true self-acceptance. As we start dreaming big and creating visions for changes that we want to create in our life, there are many emotions that come up. Fear being one of the most prevalent emotion. Fear can show up in many ways. Discomfort, feeling like something is so unfamiliar that you're experiencing those butterflies just giving you a little bit of edge in your day. It can come up as a fear of failure and rejection. It can even come up as fear of success. What we think is going to happen, how it is going to change our life, and are we really ready for it? When we think about seeing some of those dream results come into fruition, and this can lead to limiting beliefs that come up, thoughts such as, I'm not good enough. I'll never be able to do that. Or that's just so hard for me to do. I just don't have the skills or the ability to do that. And these fears and limiting beliefs typically will lead to this space of analysis paralysis where we're just analyzing and planning, trying to make it better, make sure that we have all the answers to the obstacles or the struggles that we think are going to come up that may or may not ever come up. And we keep procrastinating the critical steps that will really get us to that next level, whether it is making a change in our career, promotions, whether it is creating a change in our personal life, maybe in relationships or having children or taking that next step in something that we really want to learn or do. So just traveling and learning 
kickboxing, right? I'm just throwing ideas out there to see what is going to resonate for you because this can show up in so many ways that sometimes we don't even realize this is what's happening. That has happened to me so many times where I tell myself, oh yeah, I'm doing everything. I'm not procrastinating. I'm taking action. I'm doing all of the things. But then I look at my results and I wonder why I'm not getting the results that I was hoping for. Why does this look different than what I was envisioning? Being curious and asking yourself questions when your results are different is actually a great way to figure out, okay, what is truly happening here? Because it could be multiple different things happening here. One, maybe we're really not taking as much action as we think. Maybe we are spending more time in that analyzing and procrastinating, trying to have that perfect plan before we really take those big actions that just feels unfamiliar to our mind and our body. Or it could be that we have really stepped into that space. We've taken those big actions and the results aren't really quite what we expected. So then we get to decide, okay, what is this actually telling us? It could be that it's telling us that these are not the right actions. It could be telling us that maybe we just haven't done it enough. So we need to increase the frequency of something that we do or add additional steps to it to be really overcoming the inertia created by the unfamiliarity and get to that next phase of it. Or it could actually be telling us that maybe this is really not what we want. Maybe we thought we wanted this, but in taking those actions and really being in the space of discomfort, we realize, you know, this is not feeling like I thought it would. And I realized that as I am going through this journey, as I am living in this experience of what I thought I wanted, what I realized is that I want something even bigger or something different, or maybe something just a little bit different within the same space, but I wanted to follow a detour to really get to where I want to be. This week, as you consider your life and your vision, taking actions, creating those changes in your life. I invite you to consider what would that look like and be as specific as possible. Write down what are the actions that you would need to take to achieve the results that you want? What would that look like in your everyday? Now, what are some thoughts and feelings that are coming up for you? And write these all down. Our brain was never meant to process the amount of information that we have been asking from it. When we get all of our thoughts onto a journal, whether it's a digital journal or a written journal, and you can really see the ideas, see the thoughts, see the actions steps, then it's much easier to create deeper connection to our subconscious and see, is there anything else that is coming up for you? And also to take these actions and put it in our calendar, put it in our everyday routine to see how can we do this? How can we embody this belief, embody these feelings, embody these actions and habits to create those dream results that we have been envisioning? So as you do this, I want to focus on a few key definitions so that we're all on the same page here. Self-acceptance is essentially really just accepting ourselves in all of our humanity. No conditions, no ifs, ands, or buts, no qualifications on what we are okay with and what we're not. When we accept us for just who we are and we love ourselves, again, with no qualifications, no conditions, 
what happens is we get to choose and live our life from a space of worthiness, from a space where we are already enough. We are not doing something or being something so that we can finally be enough. We are enough where we are. Essentially, we are meeting ourselves where we are instead of where we wish we were. Now, it's always great to have goals and things to work towards. Awesome. But we are not putting our worthiness, our acceptability, our lovability on getting to some other space in time. We are worthy of love, compassion, acceptance, etc. exactly where we are. And then we get to have whatever else we want. Sure, that's great. But our worthiness is never in question during this process. Now, there are a lot of factors that goes into creating this path for ourselves for true self-acceptance. So this week, my invitation to you is number one, let's meet ourselves where we are. What does that actually mean? Where are we? When we think of our vision, where are we right now? Writing down what are the actions, feelings, and thoughts connected to creating those next results and reminding ourselves that we are enough, we're worthy, and we are doing everything that we can right where we are. Number two is identifying and challenging negative thought patterns essentially our self-talk. How do you talk to yourself? Write it down. The next time you're going through anything positive or negative, what are the thoughts that are coming up? Are these thoughts such as I'm doing the best that I can? Yes, I forgot to do X, Y, Z, and I am still worthy of compassion and love and acceptance. Yes, I got this promotion and that's just cherry on the ice cream, which is again, our own inherent worthiness. Or are we saying things like, I can't believe you forgot that again. What's wrong with you? What's the matter with you? Constantly judging and berating ourselves as though somehow that is going to make it easier to achieve our results and goals, as though somehow that is going to make it possible for us to change future thoughts and behaviors. By practicing self-care and self-compassion, we are actually able to build better habit and build a stronger bridge to the next results that we want to create. And ultimately building a support system, our internal support, as well as the external support system that allows us to continue this journey. Because this is not a destination, right? Self-acceptance is a journey. And we're going to continue to learn and work towards this. There are days that I do pretty good with this and there are days that it's a struggle, I'll be honest. But rather than shaming myself on the days that it's a struggle, I just label it, I call it out and say, today it's hard. That reminds me that it is on these days when it's really hard that I need the most self-compassion, that I need the most self-kindness and just acceptance of where I am. Like today is just not the day that I'm going to remember things. Apparently, I'm going to forget things all along the way. Today is a day that maybe I'm going to miss some deadlines. I am trying my best and that is enough. As you can imagine, self-awareness, self-compassion, and the willingness to create those small changes, those pivots in the day is really important. I recognize that some days I just have low energy. And when I keep trying to push myself beyond my limit on those days, I'm going to make more mistakes. I am going to connect to more negative self-talk. And none of those things are going to help me achieve those results any faster. So maybe that is a day that I just take a little step back and say, okay, what is
is the one thing that I can just focus on so I know it gets finished today. And these other two things that aren't as important, I'm going to move it, not procrastinate, not avoid and ignore, but consciously making a choice that it is not in your best interest to try and get them done today. When is it possible to get them done? And just move them. There is no guilt, blame, or shame in this. This is how we learn how to create awareness of our energy and our focus, because those do change. Some days we have lots of it and others we really don't. When we take advantage of the days that we have lots of energy and create the maximum efficiency and productivity on those days, then as it will in any cycle with the ups and the downs, when we hit that low energy, we know it's fine. It doesn't mean anything about us. Today, I'm just having a little bit of a low energy. I'm not going to push sugar and caffeine and make myself feel terrible about myself because I'm human and I have a low energy day. Be aware of when your energy is on the upswing versus a downswing and take advantage of it. Create those pivots so you can really work with your mind, body, and soul versus resisting what is happening and work against it, right? We're not accepting what is happening. We want things to be different when the reality is that this is just the way it is. Now, of course, I do look, okay, am I having low energy today because I didn't get my full amount of sleep or I'm not hydrated or I didn't eat nourishing foods today? All the things that helps me maximize my energy, I do look at those factors But even when everything is maximized, I just know I'm going to have some days where my energy is lower and I accept that. So this week, as we explore creating visions for changes that we want in our life, listening to that self-talk, writing down three things that you notice that you're telling yourself during your day. What does that look like? Are you supporting yourself and connecting to that self-compassion, self-acceptance, or are you connecting deeper to the perfectionism? self-judgment and the shame and blame cycle. Just again, creating awareness, creating curiosity. Why is this coming up for me? How can I let go of all that is not serving me? Number three is connecting to our unique imperfections, aka our strengths and weaknesses. It is really wonderful to be aware of what are our strengths and what are our weaknesses. A lot of times I've heard, oh, this is something I'm not good at. So I want to focus on the things that I'm not good at so I can make it better. And that's great. There are some things that maybe you could improve or change and I'm all for it. But what if we were actually meant to live within our strengths. When I shifted from the space of trying to make my weaknesses better to looking at, okay, how do I use my strengths to grow as well as maybe even to support myself in some of the areas that I'm not as strong in, but that I just naturally struggle with. And the more self-awareness and self-acceptance that I created in this space, it actually helped, first of all, meet me where I am, accept me for who I am, and actually create exponential results because now I'm trying to create those results by leveraging my strengths versus living and trying to nurture my weaknesses. We're just never going to be as good in our weaknesses, no matter how we try, as we will be able to grow exponentially within our strengths. So what are your weaknesses? What are your strengths? And what do you try to connect to now in your everyday life? Are you connecting to your strengths or not? It's a great space for us to connect to our awareness on the stories 
that our brain tells us. The last invitation that I have for you today, a bonus space for exploration this week is to explore what are you grateful for about yourself for the next seven days. As part of your morning routine, say one thing you're grateful for about yourself. So it could be, I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful that I love myself enough to show up and do this for myself. It could be, I am doing the best that I can, and that is more than enough. Every day, starting with things that you're grateful for yourself, your heart, how you show up every day, the things that you connect to, to provide support for others, nourishing ourselves, right? So many things that we can be grateful for here. And And by connecting to your gratitude, you're actually up-leveling your energy and your emotion and allowing for this increased frequency to be the vibe you have all day long. I mean, who wouldn't want to have a higher energy frequency and vibe, right? As you journal and explore this, I hope this week you're able to really create a lot of meaningful self-awareness and connect to self-acceptance. So check it out, see what you think. I would love to hear how your path to true self-acceptance is evolving. Creating awareness is a key element in your path to true self-acceptance. I hope you have lots of fun creating that awareness for yourself and considering Maybe there are some new ways to think about what we previously believed to be the truth, right? Now we recognize maybe that's just a story or a limiting belief that we have. Creating awareness, curiosity, and exploring for ourselves. How could things be a little bit easier as we create support for ourselves in our own lives? Designing and creating the results that we're dreaming of. I look forward to connecting with you on Facebook Instagram, LinkedIn, and all of the spaces. Have a beautiful week. I have a special invitation for my women physician friends who are looking to explore and create your intentional 2023. For the month of February, we are going to be exploring how to break through the stories of overwhelm and perfectionism that are keeping us stuck keeping us from creating the results that we want to see. Specifically, we're going to explore what it means to create a self-compassion breakthrough and transform your relationship with yourself. Although this masterclass is open to any woman struggling with burnout, overwhelm, and perfectionism, looking for mindset shifts to reconnect back and to break your cycle of self-sabotage, this masterclass is uniquely designed to address the the struggles and challenges facing women physicians, especially the last few years, have been something that I don't think any of us could have anticipated or predicted. This masterclass has been designed based on specific needs and desires that were expressed by women physicians. So if you are a female physician struggling with burnout, overwhelm, and perfectionism, struggling with finding time for yourself amongst all of the expectations, in your life, feeling like no matter how hard you try, it just never feels like it's enough, then I think this masterclass is going to be perfect for you. I will be sharing information, not just on the actual process of identifying and challenging negative self-talk and breaking your cycle of self-sabotage, but we will also have time to explore how do we really connect to the healing energy of self-compassion and self-acceptance to create the results that you have been dreaming of. I will leave the details in the show notes. Thank you 
you so much for sharing in this exploration and transformation with me. If you are ready to design and create your dream life, if you want to create something different than what you've been seeing, but you aren't quite sure how to get started, then join me in this journey. There are so many ways for you to connect with me and for me to help you. You can reach out for support through my website, serenitywellnessmd.com or Blueprint for Your Dream Life Facebook page, or Serenity Wellness MD on Instagram. You can join my private Facebook group where I support women who are experiencing overwhelm, burnout, and feeling stuck to really building a deep connection for themselves, to create clarity and live with intention and authenticity, to design their blueprint and live their dream life. If you have always wondered what coaching would be like, how this could change your life, if you have wondered what it might mean to create some of these shifts, to connect to contentment, even through all of life's shenanigans then I invite you to get on my schedule and commit this time and energy for you. Believe that you are enough and you're completely worthy of taking the time to explore, to find out what it is that you want to do and find out how can you create the change that you have been looking for. I look forward to chatting with you and helping you live your life with intention and authenticity. For all those listening today, thank you so much for joining me. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, share it on social media, and share it with a friend who you think would benefit from this. I would love to hear from you if you have a story to share about burnout or overwhelm. If you're looking for support, please reach out to me so we can continue to build this community and no one has to go through burnout and overwhelm alone. I look forward to connecting with you and helping helping you design and create the blueprint for your dream life. Have a beautiful week dreaming. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice. Tune in for the next episode coming to you every Thursday morning, sending lots of love and light to all of you. Goodbye for now.